A restaurant owner calls out L.A. Mayor Garcetti's hypocrisy for allowing a TV production crew to continue working right next door to her restaurant that had to close down despite having outdoor seating. And California Governor Newsom is starting to make some enemies with the sheriffs across his state, which probably isn't a good idea. And Houston police rescued 29 victims from a human trafficking ring. We have got all that and much more coming up, and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Hillary Kennedy, Hillary with one L, filling in for Sarah Gonzalez while she's at home on maternity leave with her beautiful new baby. Boy, the weekend brought us a lot of big stories, and so we have a ton to get to today that I think you're going to find really interesting, some uh, a little bit maddening, and some really, really good news, actually. Um, so we're lucky to have Jakub Buyans here today, the president and founder of Share Together and host of The Jakub Buyans Show. Thanks Thank for you. Being here. It's going to be a good day today. Yeah. And Rob Eno, our Blaze TV media critic. Glad to have you, Rob. Did you Thanks guys have, you had a good weekend? Yeah. It'll be good. All right. Good. good. So we're going to start off with this story. Um, L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti, he's responding after a restaurant owner called him out in a viral video about this lockdown hypocrisy that we've been seeing in California. So there's a restaurant owner. Her name is Angela Marsden. She owns the Pineapple Hill Salon, uh, excuse me, Saloon and Grill in Sherman Oaks. And they currently have a ban on outdoor dining there. She has complied with everything that they've asked her to do, and they've still banned outdoor dining. Meanwhile, in this video that's gone viral, she reveals that a TV production crew just feet from her restaurant, they were approved to have outdoor dining. Here's the clip. I'm losing everything. Everything I own is being taken away from me. And they set up a movie company right next to my outdoor patio, which is right over here. And people wonder why. I'm protesting and why I have had enough. <laughs> they have not given us money and they have shut us down. We cannot survive. My staff cannot survive. Tell me that this is dangerous, but right next to me as a slap in my face. That's safe. This is safe. 50 feet away. Gosh, don't you just feel the frustration for her when you listen to the emotion in her voice? I mean, it's just awful. Um, I want to get your takes on it, but I do want to say Garcetti did respond. He said he empathizes with her, <laughs> but also said these restrictions are necessary. He said, my heart goes out to Ms. Marsden and the workers at the Pineapple Hill Saloon who have to comply with state and county public health restrictions and that closed outdoor dining. Nobody likes these restrictions, but I do support them as our hospital ICU beds fill to capacity and cases have increased by 500%. We have to stop this virus before it kills thousands more Angelinos. Okay, so why does Garcetti think that the entertainment industry is essential, unlike restaurants with outdoor Well, we, we said it last week, right? I mean, the entertainment in industry is obviously immune from this virus. I mean, they're not going to get... It's... What you saw there is happening across the country. People have had enough, and these lockdowns are not going to go good as they continue to put them on. Um, yes, cases are up. The death rate's down. If we keep this thing out of nursing homes, people aren't dying. We've had multiple people that work for Blaze TV, with the Blaze Media, that have had it. They've talked about it on the air. Um, if you're relatively healthy and you're under 70 years old, you, your chances of dying from this are almost minuscule. I mean, for kids, it's, it's, it's less than the flu. People like Garcetti and Newsom 
and others who go to the French Laundry and have their expensive meals and uh, have their grandparents over and their parents over for Thanksgiving when they're telling other people not to do it. They want you to think that they empathize. They're loving this. Garcetti's loving this because he gets to play little dictator. Because these people think that government can solve everybody's problem, and if we just let the government do it, we'll be fine. And she's actually absolutely right. You want to shut down businesses? We have eminent domain laws in the United States. And if you shut down a business and you take their income and you take their business property for the public good, that's eminent domain. That is a public taking. She's absolutely right. As soon as somebody wins a court case that forces the government to give them money for the value of their business that they shut down, you will never see this happen again. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay. All right. I am so hot over this. There's reason. Uh, Garcetti, you're a thug and a coward. You're a thug and a coward. Here's why. Hollywood is run by media. They lost their behind to Georgia, right, with Pinewood Studios in Georgia, took all the business. They've got a, you have to understand how this works. There's a 30-mile radius around Studio City where production is super expensive. So people shoot outside Studio City. If they don't shoot in California, California goes down. It will die. So they're giving favor to an industry that has a lot of power. And behind that industry is what? Unions, SAG, AFTRA, IATSE. Those are the unions that behind the scenes, the second uh, this lockdown happened in March, SAG, AFTRA, and IATSE started campaigning for the entertainment industry. Nobody's campaigning for the restaurant owner for the salon owner. That's why they're open 50 feet apart. And his excuse about, oh, hospital, there's no difference. That film set, and I produce film, okay, is more dangerous than that restaurant because you can't control the film set. You can't, there's so many moving parts, equipment and things going on. You can't sanitize a film set. Let's be, let's be serious mm -hmm. here, okay? It's because the, they pay, the piper is playing the music and they're dancing. Garcetti is dancing because that, that whole state is fueled by media and there's massive unions campaigning for them and she doesn't have anybody in her corner, right? So I'm asking the general public to say, I hate litigation. This is the most litigious nation in the world, okay? But this is time now to use that litigious rights we have and go after them. Go after the city of Los Angeles, go after the state. And you're right, one case, one, that, that spread like a brush fire through this country yes. and hurt them, hurt them really bad because, because it's unfair practice. I mean, it's 50 feet apart and she should be livid. Yeah, it is heartbreaking. I, I hope, Angela Marsden, we hope you don't give up. You keep fighting. Fight. Because you can tell she really has that fighting spirit, but it, where, you know, where's those owners down? So it isn't just, you know, the restaurant owners, the small business owners that are having these arguments about these restrictions and, and whether we should have these lockdowns. So there was a shouting match that went on uh, on CNBC between on-air editor Rick Santelli and the Squawk Box co-anchor Andrew Ross Sorkin. They had an exchange and they hotly disagree on these restrictions. Let's watch this clip. Can't tell me that shutting down, which is the easiest answer, is necessarily the only answer. Rick, I just, I, I just as, a, as, a, as a public health and public service announcement uh, for the audience, the difference wait, between wait, a big all, box retailer. Who is this? Hold on. The difference between it. <coughs> it's oh, Andrew. The different. Who the else? difference between a who big else? box retailer. Hold on. The difference between a big box retailer and a restaurant, or frankly, even a a church, are so different. It's unbelievable. 
Go I disagree. A big box I disagree. You're wear- I disagree. You're wearing you can a mask. have your thoughts and I you're can have mine. to wear a mask. I disagree. It's science. I'm sorry. It's science. If it's you're wearing a mask, science. it's a different story. 500 people in a Lowe's aren't any safer than 150 people in a restaurant that holds 600. I don't believe it. Sorry. Don't believe okay. it. And I you, live in an area don't... where there's a lot of restaurants that have fought back and they don't have any problems. And they're open. Okay. You don't have to believe it. But let me just say this. You're doing a I disservice to I the won't. viewer because the viewers need to you understand it. You are doing it. a disservice we, we are to the it. viewer. You are. You are. I, I, I'm right. sorry. I'm sorry. If, if, if I, I would like to keep our viewers as healthy as humanly possible. The idea of packing people into yeah. restaurants. I think our viewers are smart enough to make a, part of those decisions on their own. I don't things. think that I'm much smarter than all the viewers like some people do. Yeah. Was a great ending yep, statement. Absolutely. Right. Yep. Why do people think that you're safer in a, a Lowe's or a Target than you are at a small business? We found out that you're not. So, you so this not. week, what's happening now is now they're telling people not to go shopping. This week, they're saying don't go shopping because you're more dangerous in a shopping area. Viruses happen. I mean, we have respiratory viruses every year in the winter. Respiratory viruses go up. We knew this was going to happen. Maybe we shouldn't have overreacted in the spring and we wouldn't be where we are right now. But right now, deaths are lower than they were in the spring and cases are higher because as an RNA virus that is outside of the host animal that it is originally from, it is losing virulence and it will continue to lose virulence, which means that you're not going to get as sick as you would have when you got it in March. This dude Sorkin, right? He, He... perfectly, completely, and utterly is a caricature of everybody on the left. It's science. Show me one dang study that was double-blind, that is a real clinical study that shows me that masks work. Because they don't. Because if masks work right now, the states that have mask mandates wouldn't have higher cases than the states that don't right now. That is a fact. Okay, Facebook fact checkers, you can go and see the data. That's a fact. Yeah. Right? That would not be happening. This whole thing that unproven science, because they think that it will work, because humans think that they can do something. People that support the government believe that humans have an effect and can do something. Sometimes we're just powerless, and this is one of those times. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, look, I'll tell you this. The, the, I always go, what's the root issue here? They don't want you to think. What's happening in America at the moment is they want to revoke not just your civil liberty and your civil right and First Amendment, Second Amendment. They want to take away your ability to think for yourself. That was the argument there. Don't think. Trust me that I tell you the science says no, no. If I want to trust science, then I got to think, I got to apply applied science, I got to go do research, cross check, verify. And I'm not just going to listen, but they want you to just be a sheep. Listen, don't think. And when we say the science matters, just take it. Okay, I've said it before. If it's all about science, then let it all be about science, right? Mm-hmm. You can't pick and choose when we start talking about the child in the womb, don't trust science. We start talking about gender. Oh no, 3,000 genders, but there's XY chromosomes. Then science doesn't matter. All of a sudden, science matters when it's about a mask. That mask does nothing, nothing for you. Otherwise, California wouldn't have a COVID problem. Right, okay? Massachusetts wouldn't have a COVID problem. I, I remember... And, and this has got me hot, speaking of getting hot, um, over the past weekend. I, I remember this summer when governors like Charlie Baker and Chris Murphy in New Jersey um, and Andrew Cuomo uh, in New York 
went around saying, you know, we got to watch out because look what's happening in Texas. These are the three people that killed more people than anybody else in the world. Any other jurisdiction of over a million people in the world, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and New York are in the top three, right? And they were spiking the football saying, you know, don't do this. Look at their numbers now. Cases are higher on a per capita basis than they are in Texas. Deaths are higher than they are on a per capita basis every day right now. But they mandated masks. Texas did too. I don't know if many people are. You get out into rural Texas, not many people are wearing them. But Massachusetts, New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island, um, California, Michigan, New Jersey, all these places mandated masks. And if you look at what's happening, they're higher in case counts right now. And still, the only people that are dying are mostly people over 70 from assisted living facilities and nursing homes and things like that. Right. So frustrating. We, we have to go to break here in just a second. When we come back, though, I want to talk about how a California sheriff is telling Gavin Newsom, hey, you can't blackmail us, you can't bully us, you can't muscle us into doing what you want us to do. It's a really, really interesting story and hooray for these sheriffs that are standing up. So proud of them. So you don't want to miss that. But first, we've got to thank our sponsor, New Calm. You know, dealing with stress can be a daily struggle. That's why you should give New Calm a try because no matter what life throws at you, New Calm will reduce your stress level. So now instead of the day owning you, you can now own the day. New Calm is the only stress management system of its kind. It's clinically proven in over 1 million sessions to improve your sleep, reduce your stress, and then boost your recovery without drugs and without side effects. The new Calm system uses cutting-edge neuroscience, and it consists of three non-invasive and non-pharmaceutical items, all of which that are included in your monthly subscription that cost less than a daily cup of coffee. The whole process, it's easy to use and work into your daily routine to help you achieve a better sleep, reduce your stress, boost your recovery. So own the day with New Calm. We've got a special link set up specifically for our listeners. You can go to whynewcalm.com and get 50% off your 30-day subscription of New Calm, and they have their money-back guarantee. That's whynewcalm.com, whynewcalm.com. We'll be back in just a minute. Riverside County, California Sheriff Chad Bianco said on Friday that his office will not be blackmailed, bullied, or used as muscle against county residents to enforce Gavin Newsom's coronavirus orders. We've got a clip. Take a look. We have all recently learned of the new regional approach to combating COVID-19 and the pending closure and stay-at-home orders from our governor. We were also told there was a potential he would be withholding federal and state funding from counties who did not enforce the orders. Ironically, it wasn't that long ago, our same governor loudly and publicly argued how wrong it was for the President of the United States to withhold federal funding from states not complying with federal laws. The dictatorial attitude toward California residents while dining in luxury, traveling, keeping his business open, and sending his kids to in-person private schools is very telling about his attitude toward California residents, his feelings about the virus, and it is extremely hypocritical. It appears part of the new goal is to shift attention away from his and others' personal behavior with a do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do attitude by turning public opinion against California sheriffs. He is expecting us to arrest anyone violating these orders, cite them and take their money, close their businesses, make them stay in their homes, and take away their civil liberties, or he will punish all of us. 
I believe that all jobs are essential to someone. Leaders do not threaten, attempt to intimidate, or cause fear. Bullies do. While the governor's office and the state has threatened action against violators, the Riverside County Sheriff's Department will not be blackmailed, bullied, or used as muscle against Riverside County residents in the enforcement of the governor's orders. Okay, if, if any of our listeners live in Riverside County, send that Sheriff's Department some cookies. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give yeah. those people a high five. Absolutely. What do you think? I mean, I, I think it's incredible. This is, this, that's an American. That is a guy who loves his country, is in a state that probably not you know, trying to ostracize him. That needs to happen in all 50 states across this country by CEOs of corporations, by restaurant owners, mayors, et cetera, and the sheriffs. Why is it always the sheriffs that stand up first? I love sheriffs, <laughs> man, I really do. We have sheriff, you know, Sheriff Wayburn here in Fort Worth is a champion, shout out to him. <laughs> but no, th this is what needs to happen. We need to push back. You gotta hit the bully in the mouth. You have to. They can't arrest everybody, right? I mean, you just can't. If everybody decided that these restrictions aren't going to be followed, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. they just won't be followed, yeah. right? This guy, it's not just this guy. It's the L.A. sheriff. I mean, it, probably a Democrat, right? I mean, if you get elected sheriff in L.A. County, I don't think you're a Republican. Um, the Orange County sheriff, it's a bunch of sheriffs in California. It's the sheriffs in upstate New York that have said that they're not going to enforce the laws. Mm -hmm. And they're absolutely right. They have better things to do than to go and arrest somebody for being outside of their home. Or fight it, real crime. Yeah, right, yeah, real crime. It's absolutely unreal. And, and I mean, if, I, if this guy's a Republican, I don't even know if he's a Republican, but this guy's a Republican, I, I would be like the Republican Party of California. I'd be like... Uh, let's get him running for governor, right? Like with, with that kind of poise and that kind of just tell it like it is. Mm -hmm. It's, it's amazing to me. My le I, I come from Massachusetts, so I have a lot of left-wing friends. And they're like, you know, these things are just here to help us and to make sure yeah, that we right. don't all get sick. I'm like, it's eight million families have gone into poverty because of this. Eight million new families have gone into poverty because of this. Suicide is up yeah. all across the country. Mm -hmm. Drug abuse is up all across the country. I joked when I went to go get a test, um, the, the nurse was like, do you drink? I'm like, it's, it's 2020, it's COVID. She's like, got it. You know what I mean? It's like alcoholism is going up across the country. Yeah, domestic mm -hmm. violence. Domestic all violence, of it, look, all of it's going as up. As human mm -hmm. beings, we're made to interact. We're made, we're made to, to bump into one another. We're, yeah. we're made to cohabitate this, this, this planet and not live in bubbles. So I say all of you guys who want to live in bubbles, go outside of our country, go find you a bubble somewhere, and off you go. Mm -hmm. you know, off you go. See you later. But we've got to take this country back at this point. Well, I just want to add to, if you live in San Bernardino County, the sheriff's office there also said that it is not going to utilize law enforcement to enforce those orders either. So shout out to them. Yep. All right. So let's talk about comedian Trevor Noah. He had some harsh words for Democrats about pushing these lockdown measures, but then uh, violating them at the exact same time. So take a listen. I'm sorry, man. Everyone has given up their lives. And then you've got these politicians who are just hypocrites out here. What? Do you guys think Corona respects your office too much to come after you? Because don't forget, it got the president of the United States. It's not gonna be starstruck by governor hair gel. And yeah, I know that Republicans are also having big indoor parties. I know that. Some people are like, oh, Trevor, what about the Republicans? Yeah, everyone expects them to be doing this. The official Republican party platform right now is just <laughs> In fact, in a way, these Democrats are even worse than the anti-maskers because of their hypocrisy. All right, so 
Did you ever think you would agree with something Trevor Noah had to say? Well, I, Trevor's from South Africa. So am I, okay? His own community in, in the Cape province don't even support him because of his hypocrisy. His own people have abandoned him. He's a joke. The reason he's pivoting is for numbers. It's for following and likes and fans. And, and look, I've said this before. If there's no President Trump in the White House, there's no CNN. He's kept that news network alive. He's kept these guys alive. They're not getting any traffic, right? And so, yeah, he's pivoting because now the new thing you're going to see is attack. Now that they think they have the White House, oh, attack leftist politicians because now it's the cool thing to do. Mm -hmm. They always jump on the cool wagon. He's like when George Clooney said, oh, everybody should take in a refugee. And I stood outside of his house at a 40 foot hedge in, in California. And I took a picture and I said, I wonder if there are any refugees in here because it was an armed, armed guard with a gate. They love telling you what to do, but they don't. It's the cool thing now is going to be, oh, attack Gavin Newsom mm -hmm. post-election. Would he have done that pre-election? No, that means he's a fraud. He's a fraud. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the, this hypocrisy has been going on since this thing started, right? I mean, we, we've seen people say, you know, from Lori Lightfoot to Nancy Pelosi. Did he talk about Nancy Pelosi when Nancy Pelosi went and got her hair cut and said, you know, cut the blow dry? Mm -hmm. um, you can get a cool mug. Nancy Pelosi, blow me. Um, mug, if you want, at the Blaze Media shop. But, yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely yeah. crazy that, that these people, it's just, I mean, I guess good for them, but... Like you said, he could have done this six months ago. Nice. Well, I only have two minutes, but I do want to bring this up. There was an op-ed written in USA Today by a guy named Michael J. Stern saying that basically COVID-19 has turned us all into potential serial killers. He said it, it makes every man, woman, and child into a potential serial killer. If there's anything that can make us hate our neighbors, it's the possibility that their very existence, every breath they exhale, could be lethal. The survival rate's 99.6%. Yeah. Is serial killer really a fair term to no, be using? No, it's these people. I thought that the fear mongering was going to go away after the election. I really did because I thought that they were using it. But they're just nuts. Now, this is absolutely crazy. Do you say that with the flu every year or the cold every year, uh, a regular cold mm -hmm. every year, sinus infections, all of those things, all of those things which can turn into bronchitis, which can turn into pneumonia, which can kill somebody and kill the elderly. I mean, the main way that old people die in nursing homes is pretty much like from pneumonia, I think, right? Like that's mm -hmm. one of the things like like respiratory heart, illnesses or what gets them. Pneumonia, yeah. yeah, is what gets them in the end. Right. So this happens all the time to say that it's like a serial killer is just it's insane. These are the sorts of people that aren't going to let us get back together ever. Because there's always going to be something that might get somebody sick. Look, I, th I think what we've seen here is you have a community, a, a large, unfortunately, a large community in the United States that's so empty, Hillary, that like Trevor, that has no true purpose, that grasps at anything that is deemed, you know, politically correct socially, right? So flu was never weaponized as a politically correct social experiment where if you were anti-flu that you could have gotten any attention. COVID got that status. Mm -hmm. COVID's the only virus ever to get the status of, oh, if you make your own mask and you shame somebody else, you're a great, you're saving lives, you're a great citizen. And you, there may be a mask killer next to you because he's exhaling, you know, CO2. It's ridiculous, okay? Because they have deemed it to be this, this thing that people can grab onto and get purpose. They have no purpose. So it won't stop. 
because it's their life source. It's how they get attention. They wake up in the morning and all they want to do is to be the Karen down the street to, to squeal on a neighbor or on mm -hmm. a friend because it gives them some sense of value for why they should wake up in the morning. Right. Go get a life. There's real problems in the world, real things, real issues, real sickness. Tell it, Yako. No, I'm done, man. I'm <laughs> done with this nonsense. All right, so we have more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Annie's Kit Clubs. Because we all know the detrimental impact of too much screen time for kids, you know, whether it's content online or the shortening of attention span or, you know, the loss in creativity. There are better ways for our children and grandchildren to use their downtime. So I want to tell you about Annie's Kit Clubs. They have the perfect Christmas gifts for both boys and girls. They have a Young Woodworkers Kit Club. It's a monthly subscription that puts real tools into your child's hands, starting with a great kid-sized hammer. Every month, your child will receive an all-in-one woodworking kit with the materials and the tools kids need to make an awesome woodworking project with minimal supervision. And Annie's Creative Girls Kit Club sends two fun craft projects every month, complete with easy-to-follow instructions. You can kickstart your creativity through painting, beading. They have a whole lot more. With Annie's Kit Clubs, kids will develop actual skills, mastering real-world building or new crafting techniques while getting to express their creativity. So you can go to annieskitclubs.com news and save 75% off this great gift idea for your kids or your grandkids. And be sure to order before December 15th to ensure Christmas delivery. That's annieskitclubs.com news, annieskitclubs.com news. We'll be back in just a minute. A former advisor of Governor Andrew Cuomo said people are deathly afraid of him and that he's a total a-hole. Uh, her name's Lindsay Boyland. She's running for Manhattan Borough President, and she worked for Cuomo's administration from 2015 to 2018, according to her LinkedIn profile. Anyway, she was prompted by someone asking about people's worst job, and she answered over Twitter, most toxic team environment working for Governor Cuomo, she continued, I've had many jobs. Waitressing at Friendly's as a teenager was infinitely more respectful environment, even when I had bad customers who tipped poorly. If people weren't deathly afraid of him, they'd be saying the same thing, and you'd already know the stories. She still had more to say about it. She said, I remember sitting in the back of the car, moving the gov, and he was absolutely demolishing somebody on the phone, personally, cruelly, and the person is just taking it. Governor Cuomo gets off the phone, and it was a famous reporter. No wonder everybody's afraid to speak up. That's when I knew it will take forever and a mountain to hold this guy accountable. It freaked me out. If a reporter is just going to take it from this a-hole, how is anyone ever going to be able to speak out against him? She said many more things, but those were the two that really kind of stood out. It's interesting that he's such a beloved governor. Everyone's been pumping him up. He's getting all these awards on the cover of all these magazines. And yet his own employees are saying he's horrible. He's, he's not a beloved governor. I mean, it's it's public relations and media spin that he's a beloved governor. I think people know that he intentionally killed old people by sending them in, you know, sick people into nursing homes. It's It's just... I mean, but do, do you really, does that surprise you? I mean, the tough guy act that him and his brother Chris have, uh, the, the whole thing, they, they get, they're, they're hot-tempered. Um, maybe it's because their last names end in a vowel. Um, mine does too, so I get it. Um, you know, maybe that's what it is, but I, this, this is like the least surprising thing ever, but I do like the shout-out to Friendly's because that's a cool <laughs> Northeast restaurant with really great Strawberry shakes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Look, I mean, some people don't understand leadership and they lead with instilling fear. 
you know, and that's not that's false respect. And ultimately, that that table is going to turn. But but I'm with you. If you if you look at the guy and just his behavior, but but that again that that speaks to the left. It's indoctrinate, demean, get people under your thumb. This mm-hmm. is how they lead. Make them dumb. Don't think for yourself. Just trust me. I know best. I'm better than you. Oh, this is this is this is how they lead. And and ultimately, if you feed that kind of an ego. You know, if you if you feed a stray cat, he comes back. And Cuomo's been fed like a stray cat. And he goes, why would I not do this? Why would I not yell at people? Or why would I not have policies for the public and different policies for me, you know, or for my brother, or not hold my brother accountable, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's the nature of the beast. As a matter of fact, that's exactly how Stalin, Hitler, all these guys, this is how they operated. Well, so, I mean, she spoke out and she's been one of the very few to say anything publicly. Uh, She even mentioned, you know, no, I did not sign whatever they told me to sign when I left. Mm -hmm. So do you think that other people are going to be too afraid to speak up or do you think we're going to be hearing a little more about Cuomo now that she's kind of let the cat out of the bag? I don't think there won't be a there won't be a tidal wave of this. I mean, it's just she's. She's obviously running for an elected position, um, which is surprising. She said it. She's obviously not going to get any help from the, the state Democratic Party um, in New York. But he, pe- people, he instills fear because he is the governor. He can make your life a living, you know, pain in the neck. Mm-hmm. It, it's just that he can do it. And, and I don't think anybody else will come out until he's gone. Yeah. So let's talk about Nancy Pelosi. So she's willing to accept a smaller relief bill, and she says, it's okay now because we have a new president, according to her. Let's take a listen. But what shifted, in your opinion, when the Problem Solvers Caucus had a much larger bill a few months ago, you did not like that piece of legislation? What what, what has shifted now when they're on board with this piece that's come out of the Senate? Perhaps you missed what I said earlier. Joe Biden committed to ending and crushing the virus and having a Build a Better America initiative, Build Back Better, a vaccine, answer to our prayers, an answer to our prayers of 95% effectiveness in terms of Pfizer and Moderna, and there may be others uh, coming forward. that That is a total game changer a new president, and a vaccine. So th- there's nothing to, co- th- these are different. What, what was then before was not more of this. This is, has simplicity. It's what we've had in our bills. It's for a shorter period of time, but that's okay now because we have a new president, a president who recognizes that we need to depend on science to stop the virus, a president who understands that America's working families need to have money in their pockets. So it's interesting to note that she gave no credit to Operation Warp Speed, which is what spurred on the creation of these vaccines. This is, we said the entire election that Nancy Pelosi is not doing a coronavirus stimulus bill because she wants Joe Biden to win the presidency. She just admitted it. Mm -hmm. I mean, she plainly admitted it. We have a new president so we can do this. She almost lost the House of Representatives. Her own caucus was telling her this is a stupid thing. I'm hearing back in my district. My reelection is is in peril because you're doing this. And she still pressed forward with it, which is one of the main reasons that Republicans almost took over the House of Representatives. 
in a year that their presidential candidate lost, which is yeah, crazy. It's, unprecedented, yeah. It's, it's just, and, and the whole science thing yeah, is look. science is a religion to these people. Science is not a method or a process. But it's selective science. It's when it applies. Look, saying no to the stimulus bill, literally harming her own constituents. I want you people to understand that. If you're struggling today, it's because she kept it from you. The mm -hmm. president wanted that money to go to the people. She kept it from you because it was a political tool to use against Donald Trump, who fast-tracked the vaccine program more than any president in history. Okay, he fast tracked it. Go talk to Pfizer. If you want to talk to Pfizer, they'll tell you he allowed them with DREG and all the things that he's done. He said, listen, let's fast track it. Let's get it there. But let's just talk for a second real quick. Joe Biden, who's not the president of the United States. Donald Trump is the president of the United States. Joe Biden committed to ending this virus. Joe's got all the answers. Joe's got the power. He's got the one. Joe couldn't even tell you what medicine he's taking, okay? He doesn't even know what, what's inside his own body, all right? So yeah. Joe, Joe Biden, this is just purely like, listen, it served its purpose to hold out, like an athlete that holds out. Mm -hmm. Not gonna show up at camp. Hey, you're hurting the team. Not gonna show up. You're hurting the team. She hurt the team. She hurt the very ones that she said she was there to protect. And now all of a sudden it's fine because it served its purpose. So Joe Biden's answer to the coronavirus must have been in his dog, which is why he pulled the tail and then fell over and broke his foot, <laughs> right? He's wearing the boot. Like we pull my finger or something. Now, you know how, now yeah. Joe ends corona. They call CNN and say, hey, it's over. And they go out in the media and say, it's done now. Joe right. fixed it in his and first 100 days, right? If he ever gets there, which I pray he does not. But this is the plan. He's got no answer for and, coronavirus. And, and the reason that that's going to happen is because of actual viral science, which is that if you have an RNA virus outside the host animal and it's in another species, the, the replication error rate when the RNA programs the virus again is so high that it loses virulence, which we're seeing right now because cases are through the roofs, but deaths are not. And this will continue to happen. Yeah. And eventually it's going to be like a common cold, mm -hmm. which a lot of coronaviruses are. They probably started out as bad as this 500 years ago before they stuck around for a while and give you the common cold. Well, I wish that you is science. Meet with Nancy Pelosi and tell her all this information. <laughs> I, I could. I don't know no, if I could what? get by the lisp. Not the lisp. There's no capacity to yeah. fathom the truth. There's yeah. no truth yeah. bearing. You put truth in front of these people, they can't see truth. They, 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 they won't admit truth. I mean, no, you can't spin truth. Well, we've got to go to break, but I do want to point out, too, this new bill does not include a stimulus check, if you were wondering. All right, we're going to break. We'll be back in just a minute. So, like even on the new bill, the people who really need it most right. is well, not no, going to get it. It's, it's going to go to California. It's going to We do have some good news in regards to justice today. We've got two stories that I think will uh, make you feel a little bit better about our day. Houston police, they arrested a Honduran national in a human trafficking ring bus. They rescued 29 victims. So according to the Houston Police Department, officers received a report of a male in his briefs running down the street yelling that he'd been kidnapped. This nearly naked man, he, he told the authorities that 30 more people were being held hostage in the house where he was. Now, inside the home, they found 28 men, one female who appeared to be a minor. Um, the victims were in their underwear, but reportedly in good condition. The victims are from Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador and Cuba. They did arrest the suspect in the trafficking bust. His name is Moro Dominguez Maldonado. He's a 36-year-old Honduran national. 
He faces up to 10 years in federal prison and a fine of up to $250,000 if convicted. Now, I, I want to get Yaku's opinion on this because you are an expert in human trafficking. We have another story, which again, more good news that someone has been caught. Um, it's the CEO of a private jet company. His name is Paul Alexander. He's been charged with sex trafficking after allegedly being caught in a sting operation dubbed Operation Mile High. Um, he was caught offering sex with a 12-year-old girl and a 14-year-old girl for $300 to an undercover agent across state lines. Um, he had already been charged with some, some things before, I believe, um, child pornography and some sort of sex offense. But he he's, has since been charged with sex trafficking of a child, attempted sex trafficking of a child, related counts of first and second degrees of promoting prostitution, and two counts of endangering the welfare of a child. He's got up to 50 years in prison if he is convicted. So, Yaku, you, you see these sorts of things all the time. So this it's kind of a good news, bad news thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, it's great that they are getting caught. How can we prevent this from being so common? Yeah, look, this is my world every day. And for those of you who don't follow us on Instagram yet, please do, because this is the stories we fight every day, every day. It's happening in every neighborhood, in every zip code in the United States. These are adults. Adults can be trafficked. The whole prostitution deal, they can be trafficked. There was a minor. It's happening because we've normalized, literally, sex with children in this country. Pedophilia has got a lot of support, particularly by the left. They cover it up. You will not see mainstream media give this traction and give it coverage. You know, it's always, you know, being silenced. But it's happening because we have lost our moral fiber in this country. I mean, we absolutely have. It's very profitable. You get big te tech companies pushing for it, right? And so, so it's in every it's in every community. Now, what we have to see in these cases is the book have to be thrown at them. They can't Alexander, and there's thousands of Alexanders in this country. Okay, thousands. All right, he can't get a plea down deal. Shouldn't be 50 years. They got to take both minors. They got to tack it on. This guy needs to go 60, 75 years. Make an example here. Mm -hmm. This is an opportunity to make an example for the case in Houston with the adults and a, and a minor in there. Right. Those people, unfortunately, are being smuggled out of the country. That's the, the play and the ploy there. They, they congregate them. They you know, bring them together. Most of them are, are also illegal immigrants that will come in and then they'll smuggle them out of the country. But there's trafficking in our nation at epic proportions and it's minors and adults. Unfortunately, when it comes to minors, we're not seeing the book of law come to full effect you know we always see a plea down deal we see someone you know uh, you know get 15 26 months three years where the law in that state says 30 years 30 years per child so we need to go north to 60 and make an example gosh are you surprised that these punishments aren't more severe i mean with with each of these cases does it surprise you anymore or are you just this is no, i'll give you an works. example this man has traveled to all 254 counties in texas there's 254 counties in texas do you know and this is this is not this is not a, a blot on our attorney general. He's fighting to stop this. We only prosecute ten of the two hundred and fifty-four counties in the state of Texas for sex trafficking. Ten out of two hundred and fifty-four, and we're the best state in the nation doing this. So attorney attorney generals, district attorneys, the DAs, judges, these guys turn a blind eye for the most part across this country. When a case comes in. They take a plea down deal. They don't want it to go to the courtroom. They don't put it in front of a jury because it's very hard work. You can't take the child onto the witness stand. This is tough work. The NGOs that fight this every day pull their hair out. More reason why Donald J. Trump, as a president, 
is a champion in my eyes because he's done more to litigate and actually find these guys in a crackdown I, than I any president in history. I was going to say that over the past two years, it, it seems like we've heard more stories of this. I don't know if it's just because I've been attuned to it. Um, you know, there's the whole conspiracy theory with the guy with the letter um, that, that has talked about, you know, there being these rings. I mean, this obviously exists. It's one of the reasons why he's tried to stop the border. People say, you know, you're putting kids in detention and separating them from their parents. Well, in a lot of cases, it's not their parents bringing them across the border. It's people posing as their parents. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons is to find out if this is happening, right? Correct. Correct. Um, There's just a lot of things that are going on with this. And so the plea deal thing, um, you know, these prosecutors can get they can say that their conviction rate is high. So when they go back up for re-election, they can say I have like a 98% conviction rate because they're taking plea deals. And sometimes they take, in this case, they're taking plea deals with people that should be prosecuted and get more. A lot of times they're forcing people um, with like a little bag of marijuana into yeah, taking correct. a plea deal right. and putting them in jail. Yeah, but we're talking, okay, no, it's yeah. completely different things, yeah. but it's it comes from the same place where they, they're just so ingrained the in we're going to take the plea deal, we're going to take the plea deal, we're going to get the numbers, mm-hmm. we're going to get the numbers, we're going to be able to say that we have a completion rate that's high, mm-hmm. we're going to be able to say that we have a high conviction rate, so when I go up for re-election, I can keep my job. Look, Hillary, here's where we are. Currently, we're swooping across the nation with comprehensive sex ed. Okay, This is comprehensive sex ed. Gavin Newsom was the first guy to sign it in, into, into practice. It was written by the World Health organization with Planned Parenthood were teaching kindergartners things way ahead of their their mind capacity, 10-year-olds, so we're normalizing this kind of behavior. You're talking about, you know, our our hopefully not vice president of the United States want to decriminalize prostitution across this country. When you legalize an illicit activity like sex, like Nevada, okay, that only has seven counties where prostitution is legal. There's only seven. People around the world think the Vegas Strip prostitution is legal. It's not. It's illegal. So 90% of prostitution in Nevada is illegal prostitution. It's trafficking. It's people like this in houses being held against their will, Mm -hmm. being sold for sex. Why? Because they've legalized a crime, but the legalized faction can't supply the demand. The demand is so overwhelming that illicit activity goes through the Mm -hmm. roof. This is happening all around the country. Well, we're really grateful for the work that you do. We have to go to break, but if people want to find out more about what you do and just more information about how they can help know what the signs are yeah. when it comes to sex trafficking, where can they go? Yeah, sharetogethernow.org is our website, sharetogethernow.org, or just to go to my Instagram, and we only use that Instagram to fight trafficking. That's what it's about. Wonderful. Thanks for what you do. Thank you. All right, we're going to break. We'll be right back. On Friday's show, we asked you, do you think the election is over or not over? 79% of you said, not over, because it ain't over till it's over. So we're waiting for the final results. It is not over. President Trump is still our president. All right, today's question, who is the most dangerous, Biden, Kamala, AOC, or Pelosi? Thoughts? Biden himself is not dangerous. Those who pull these strings are dangerous. I'd say AOC. Mm. I'd say AOC. Wow, I didn't expect that. No. I was Sorry, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And do you think it's because she's really becoming the, the new face of the party and who everyone's kind of looking to as like the next it's, big? It's, it's the support she's mustered up with, with the Somali refugees in her state, and what she's done, and it's radical. It's, it's indoctrinated radical support. 
All right, so Rob, if people want to follow you, follow you on Twitter, all that good at stuff. At Robino. At Robino. And then Yaku, one more time, tell people where they can find you. Yaku.boyens on Instagram or sharetogethernow.org. And I love The Blaze. This is the greatest network. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're uh, amazing. Thank you. I appreciate you guys being here. This was a show that had some good news. So right. I hope it made everybody feel a little bit better about their day. We've got law enforcement you out there working hard for us. So. Hillary with one L. That's right, Hillary with one L. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to make the distinction just in case. <laughs>